0: Welcome to the Homeschooling Through High School podcast. We hope you will join us for a time that will inspire, support, challenge, and encourage you, our fellow homeschooling families, through the high school years. Join me, Becky Simpkins, as I get to sit down and chat with special guests that will bring a wide range of wisdom, experience, and stories to help you on your homeschooling journey. Sometimes with the admonition that education is an atmosphere, a discipline, and a life, we can focus too heavily on the discipline aspect of education and neglect or sabotage the life part of education. Today Joy Vanderly and I want to encourage you and remind ourselves about the benefits of setting yourself up for easy days by teaching your kids good habits, the discipline aspect but to also create a good home life atmosphere with your kids by coming alongside them to work with them and to value them not for how productive they are, but for who they are. Stay tuned at the end of my time with Joy for some more practical tips. Enjoy.
1: You know that quote by Charlotte Mason about making for yourself easy days? I haven't heard that one. Oh, let me look it up. Or maybe I have. There's so many quotes. There are so many quotes. She wrote how many books? (laughs) Well, more than six. The mother who takes pains to endow her children with good habits secures for herself smooth and easy days. While she who lets their habits take care of themselves has a weary life of endless friction with the children. I have heard that one. Mm -hmm. It's a good one, isn't it? It is a very good one. I think every mother wants to have those easy days and she doesn't realize that it's going to be years before she gets into the easy days and she maybe didn't want to hear that. Sorry, but it's true. It is a process. However, the more you do it, the better it will be. I have definitely seen the fruit of that. I would say... To every single mother out there, and this has come from not only my own experience with my kids and in doing daycare and in being the head of American Heritage Girls where kids had to learn how to do life skills and be um, leaders and do things on their own, kids can do more than you think. In our household, you start chores when you're three. And my niece who lived with us when she was three, and four and five, she would come in the summers, she would beg for her chore because I would say to the kids, Start your chores. And she would say, What is my chore? I want to help. And so we always started with sorting, sorting the silverware from the dishwasher into the drawer.
0: That's what we started with too. Clean dishwasher, I'd pull out the knives, yes. and my little. We do. <laughs> you know, what? however, I think the kids were probably th- about three. Um, and then inevitably a younger sibling would want to start pulling out the silverware they were too short to be able to see into the drawer to know which slot to yeah. put it in that's how young they
1: were mine that's stood their... on something yeah. to put stuff away yeah yeah and I think sorting anything you can do that sorting is really mm-hmm. helpful for young kids sorting socks as you're doing laundry um and putting things away Uh, you should never make your kids bed for them once they're three or over they should be making their own bed even if you make it with them they should be doing it on their own or with you yeah one of the best helps for us was something that was incredibly cheap and very helpful was that I got a very small dry erase board that I would write the kids' names across the top and write a list of things for them to do underneath it. And I would change it daily. Sometimes there were chores that stayed on there every day and sometimes they would change. So like we were always emptying the dishwasher Mm -hmm. and there was a time for that. And we got into the habit of always emptying the dishwasher first thing in the morning. And somebody would load it after every meal. Those are ways we kept things moving and when you're at home all day you eat more (laughs) yeah you (laughs) You make more messes yes for sure uh i i would use that whiteboard as a way of of taking um it became its own authority so to speak because instead of me reminding the kids i said you have to do this i would point at the chart on the wall and say look at your chore chart what do you need to do today Or please start your chore chart, go look at it, check it off when you're done. And I think that was just great. It really removed me from the equation as much as possible. And uh, I would also say, this was kind of interesting, but because I I worked as well as being a home educator and a stay-at-home mom, I would get up in the morning. uh, Let's say in the summer, I would get up at five and take a walk and come back and weed in the garden. And work in the office and then the kids would come down and they would have breakfast and I would sit down and while they were starting the dishwasher and their other chores and they would say, why aren't you helping us? Like I've been up working for three hours already, children, but I realized that that was not creating a good atmosphere. Mm -hmm. They were resentful of me sitting while they worked. So I just got up and worked with them. We just did things together and so, they, they don't like feeling like slaves. No. No. Not at all. And I agree. That's something we should mention. Your kids are not your slaves. If there's right. something you can do for yourself, then do it for yourself. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't serve one another and do things together. Right. And watch watch what how you say
0: things and this goes for both parents. If every time you see a child, you're
1: telling them to go do something, yeah, you're taking away their value. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, your kid's value is not in how productive they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They have their own value just because they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we should not be so uptight with all the things that need to be done. Yes, we do get that way. But we shouldn't be. We should be working on that in ourselves. That we see them as a person with value and not a worker.
0: But to your point of kids are capable of so much more than we give them credit for. Mm -hmm. I find myself just doing stuff because that's what I do. That's what moms do. We just take care of stuff and clean this and move this and organize this. And I believe it's the Holy Spirit kind of prompting me to say, Hey, ask so-and-so to join you. Mm -hmm. They want to be appreciated and valued and and so I often will ask hey you want to go out to the garden with me or can you help me move this especially my son who's getting taller and stronger than me um I ask him to move
1: a lot of things for me all of my children are taller than me and I frequently ask them even yet when they come (laughs) home to reach something that's too tall for me to reach and yeah they feel good about it they They laugh at me a little bit but that's okay I think uh, a massive things to remember as you're setting yourself up for these easy days by teaching your children and working with them. This is the hardest part for the parent. You must follow through, always. You must follow through. If you don't have easy days, I can guarantee you that 98% of the time you are not following through. It's you. No condemnation there. Work on it. Follow through. Follow through with yourself
0: first. Yes. Be that example as you talked yes. about. Your kids didn't want you sitting there. They didn't see you working. Yeah. Even though you were. They didn't see me because they were sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, that could build some resentment maybe. But yeah. <laughs> but you didn't. You chose to Say, hey, this is a good opportunity to show them that I value them, that I'm going to come and work alongside of them, even
1: though I have been up since 5 Mm -hmm. a.m. There were so many times on their chore charts, I would put something with mom, mow lawn with mom, weed garden with mom, and we would do it together and try to make it a, a difficult chore, be a little more fun, like blasting some music or something and those are things you have to think of every day and it can be hard to think of them as we're just rapidly trying to get through things and get out the door or whatever too many days of trying to get out the door can lead to a really not healthy atmosphere in the home it is really important to give our kids time to relax like our kids as you said are not slaves they're only kids for a very short time they should have plenty of time to do pursue their own interests once those chores are done. That is vital. They won't develop as human beings if they don't have that. I really don't believe in putting our kids in so many organized activities that they don't daily have time to pursue their own interests. And I've been reading quite a bit about this and it is just being proven true over and over again. Kids need that time to develop yeah. as human beings. To develop into strong, capable, not anxious, not fearful, but confident right. adults. And that sometimes is allowing
0: them to be bored. <clears throat>
1: yeah, I don't know that I would say. I mean, I get what you're saying their, about not their being Their own more... time. Yes. Their own time. Not entertained. Exactly. Let's That's what that I'm Let's say that they're not for. being entertained. Yeah. Keep that in because I think that's important. There's this buzzword, let your kids be bored. No, teach your children to entertain themselves so that when they have downtime, they don't come to you looking to you to entertain them. They figure out something of their own to do. Mm -hmm. If my kids said they were bored, I had an I'm bored jar. (laughs) And it either had little pieces of paper that gave a really fun activity to do that they would then have to carry out on their own without me or it had a chore. But like it was... One fun thing to every three chores. (laughs) It was mostly chores. Oh, there's some strategy there. Yes. Yes, so they learned not to come complain to me that they were bored. They learned to do things on their own. And they did. They wrote newsletters and built forts and uh, did all kinds of crazy things. Read books on their own without me prompting them. Made art. A lot of art. Which was great. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I have a child who said, you know, the books I pick to read, I'm really enjoying. Instead Aww. of instead of them being assigned, you know, mm-hmm. this is my one with reading difficulties. And I had to assign reading, free reading, because otherwise it wasn't happening. And uh, audiobooks were a major part of that. But it's great now that that habit... You know, we talk about coming alongside of our kids and from helping them make the bed. If they have a bunk bed and it's a difficult bed yes. to make, you're helping them. So I, I'm i kind of viewing this the same way where I was coming alongside of her and helping and making sure she had what she needed to develop that habit of free reading or
1: Mm -hmm. whatever
0: it is art supplies here you go I'm facilitating that I'm showing you that I'm working on something crafty too and now she's enjoying picking her own books and she's enjoying she's incredibly
1: creative yeah and she's making amazing things and she wouldn't have that if you hadn't facilitated that and taught her how to do basic things and then gave her the freedom to pursue it And also taught her how to clean up after herself, Mm -hmm. which is really important. (laughs) And that might be a part of making, no, that is a part of making easy days for moms. Is that we follow through, Mm -hmm. teach our kids to follow or to clean up. I think that, uh, as we've said many times in our Charlotte Mason book club, bad parenting is easy and good parenting is a lot of hard work. But so worth it. Very, we in the it. end.
0: Good parenting is hard work, but so worth having children who can do things for themselves, be capable and competent, and thrive in life. And guess what? That starts in our homes. I want to recommend a resource that I have used several times in the past. It's called. What Every Child Should Know Along the Way by Gail Martin. I have not read this book from cover to cover, but I have used the charts to help me manage my expectations for my kids. Usually, I was expecting too little of them. They are so capable, but we shouldn't expect them to be able to deep clean their bathroom, for example, if we have never taken the time to consistently show them how it is to be done and where the appropriate cleaning supplies are. We have to teach them, we have to show them, and we have to let them know our expectations. Is this a one and done thing? Tell them once and then they're good? No, it will take many times showing them something for them to finally cement it into a habit. Here are some practical tips and things I've done in our household to help my kids develop the habit of doing chores and doing them well in order for us to have smooth and easy days. Little kids naturally want to be with you all the time and doing what you're doing. It can be exhausting and trying, but I found out that if I gave my kids a piece of the task I was doing, it made for a much more smooth time. Now note that I didn't say an easy time. It's not easy to let little ones help you with chores, but it is a life-giving, opportunity for them in that one, you are teaching your child a life skill. Two, you are feeding their need and curiosity to be with you doing what you're doing. And three, you're giving yourself an opportunity to practice patience and see the beauty of your child's curiosity and capability. But bonus number four, you are starting a pattern or habit of them doing the chore with you, which will eventually lead to them doing it on their own. For example, Joy and I mentioned one of the first chores we had our kids do was emptying the silverware from the dishwasher, minus the knives, of course. I stayed in the kitchen unloading the rest of the dishes while my child did their chore. I did have to reorganize the silverware drawer, but sometimes I didn't, and then would brag on the kids to their dad that this child had done a really good job putting the silverware away. It's important to not always redo the work of your child and they will eventually understand how to do a job thoroughly and be more capable to do that job all the way. My three kids have now graduated to not only unloading the dishwasher a couple of times a day, but to reloading it and washing all the remaining dishes. Other easy chores for littles to do is to sweep, dust, wash windows, wipe down the mirrors, clean the bathroom sinks, feed and water the pets, Wipe down cupboards and appliances, water plants, and my son's personal favorite, cleaning the toilet. Also, wiping down the counters, sorting laundry, toys, etc. My middle child always relished the task of organizing the contents of drawers and closets. Find their interests and strengths and go with it. Each of my kids has a chore they are the best at, but I still require them to do the chores they don't like. When my kids were little, I did these things with them, and some of those chores were done daily, others were done once a week, and you will find other chores that don't need to be done, but once a month. We have done family cleaning blitzes, which are 20 minute increments of time where we go from room to room and just tidy. Our hour long cleaning blitz at the end of every Friday school day now involves deep cleaning the house. It's always a progression. Give kids their own laundry basket and require them to take their dirty laundry to the washer once a week. And this will eventually turn into them doing their own laundry. I haven't done my kids' laundry in years, but every so often my youngest does need a reminder to do his laundry. And it usually takes the form of, Mom, I don't have any clean pants. Well, natural consequences are a great teacher kids help with meals by doing appropriate food prep and setting and clearing the table, they will eventually get to the point of cooking meals for the entire family. I also wanna share some things I have heard other parents say in the past and want to quickly address them. I heard one mother say, I'd rather just do it myself so it gets done right. Another mom shared, I don't have the time or patience to let my kids help with chores. And another mom, I feel bad asking them to do things around the house because they are working so hard in school all day. My question back to them was, but what is your end goal? Who do you want your child to be when they're 18? My end goal for my kids is the hope that they will do chores very naturally and that it isn't a burden for them, but because they have learned the good habits of taking care of the things that need to be taken care of when they need to be taken care of, that it doesn't end up as a stressor in their life and for others in their life. And one final resource recommendation, Laying Down the Rails by Sonia Schaefer. Well, that's it for now on Chores and Easy Days. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at hthspodcast at gmail.com.